Today is Monday, February 27th, 2023. U.S. government finally admits COVID came from a laboratory. SNL goes base as Woody Harrelson torches vaccine mandates. And Nancy Pelosi gets heckled inside of San Francisco. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Starting our week off with some good news, man. The world is collapsing for the woke. But will the woke be collapsing your world? Meaning, could the woke collapse the American economy? Yes, absolutely. Could they collapse the housing market? And could they create a digital dollar? Yes, they could. All scary things. Ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you to act quickly before these monsters get a hold of your security and your savings. This is why I suggest that you consider investing with my friends at Allegiance Gold. With the highest rating in the industry and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau, Allegiance Gold can help protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver. They can also have it directly delivered to your doorsteps so you can literally hold the gold in your hands. A physical asset to protect against government incompetence. Protect yourself today. Right now you can get $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying investment when you visit protectwithbenny.com or call 8 844-66-BENNY, Four four six six benny B-E-N-N-Y, protectwithbenny.com, protect yourself. That's what they said for years, protect yourself. This is all about understanding COVID-19, protecting us from COVID-19. You have to stand six feet away. You have to hug through a plastic mat. You have to not see your family members or your dying mother or your dying father. They need to die alone inside of a nursing home where we shoved people with an aerosol virus, the weakest among us, we slaughtered them. COVID-19. We slaughtered them. Our policies. Now you have the New York Times writing that masks never worked. That masks were never affected. effective. You have the Washington Post going back on school closures closing down the schools, ruining and destroying and eroding your child's future. What did they do to our economy? Have you checked in on our national debt? COVID-19 all but destroyed the American economy. Will we ever recover? Doubt it. Serving the interest on that debt will be my generation's uh, payment for COVID forever. So they wrecked everything and they told you it was for your own security and your own safety. Well, I have a question for you. How do we get COVID in the first place? I think of all the dumbass policies that we can talk about and of all the erosions of our civil liberties and our moral liberties. I'm not just talking about a U.S. Constitution here, which is precious and near and dear to my heart and literally exists back there. But we're talking about morality, right? Like we're talking about what gets injected into your body. You know, the scriptures say that your body is a temple. The good book says that you got to protect that body. It says that your eyes are the window to the soul. And if the eyes are bright, you must be bright. You must protect your body. You must care for yourself. You must be able to be strong because the world is a withering place. And so you have to have the right and the moral obligation to say what happens to you and your body. I mean, you're talking about moral lines that were crossed here that are transcendent from the dawn of man, from the first days. And these people tried to destroy them. They tried to mandate their medicine. Otherwise, you won't be able to work or otherwise you won't be able to eat. They're going to force their treatment on you and violate everything that is pure and righteous about you having control over your own body and your own future. The amount of evil that came from this virus, from COVID-19, is incalculable, 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 incalculable. You cannot quantify the evil that came from this. So where did it come from? That is the most important question because it was used for the true blackness of this human soul, the true authoritarian 
use this moment with COVID. And we saw zero COVID lockdowns in China. We saw the concentration camps that they wish to build here in America. They built them in Australia. They built them in Western countries. The destruction of everything. They closed your churches and they violated the sanctum of your own body. And they used this virus to do it. And maybe they even killed your parents and your loved ones through their dumbass policies. So where the hell did the virus come from? Well, ladies and gentlemen, just so happens that yesterday on a Sunday, a report from the Wall Street Journal shows that the COVID-19 virus, according to U.S. intelligence, leaked from a Chinese lab. Now, we have been Got to take a deep breath here. Saying that for three years. Now, why do we say that? Are we epidemiologists? Are we scientists? Well, no, but we have functional brain stems and we know Occam's razor, which is that the least amount of assumptions to get to a prescribed conclusion is probably the right conclusion. So you have to take the least amount of assumptions to get to this conclusion. And the least amount of assumptions is that COVID-19, which is a novel coronavirus, we've done the research, so we're just going to get scientific here for just a second because we released a video that went insanely viral three years ago saying China lied, people died. That's the name of the video. You can find it today. I'm, I'm shocked that it didn't get banned from social media. We're going to play you a portion here, but let me just explain very simply, because they try and destroy you with jargon. They try and like drown you in jargon. We try and do our show for regular people because I'm a regular person. And so here's the crux of this argument and why it is so important. COVID didn't exist in nature. COVID-19 did not exist. Okay. It had to be created somewhere. Everyone agrees. Now, what were they doing in that laboratory in Wuhan? They were taking coronaviruses that exist in the, their natural viral wells, which are inside of a bat called a horseshoe bat. It's a very specific species. It lives in southeast China. They live up in high caves in the mountains far away from people and human populations. These bats, and science, science doesn't understand it, but these bats live and have a natural reservoir of coronaviruses. They just live with them. They, the, the coronavirus doesn't slaughter the bats. They just they just where coronaviruses live. Now, we know that COVID-19 has the backbone of a horseshoe bat coronavirus. So what was Wuhan Laboratory doing? They were going up into those caves. They were pulling those bats out of their caves, and they were extracting the coronavirus from them. But there's a major issue here. It's not transmissible to human beings. So it doesn't matter how much coronavirus you take. It doesn't matter if the bat bites you. you can't, you're not going to get it because it doesn't have a very specific protein. It's called a spike protein. That spike protein sits inside of the cell, inside of this laboratory, because a human being put it there. It doesn't happen naturally. The molecular DNA of COVID-19 tells you the story point blank. Human beings, and we'll get to Dr. Fauci here in just a second, with the funding of Dr. Fauci, inserted a spike protein, which is just a specific type of protein that allows that virus to infect your blood cells that allows that virus to communicate inside of your body to open up and to infect you and to get an infection that travels and is transmissible between human beings because of what these malevolent Frankenstein barbarians added. They mutated this virus into something that destroyed the world. And now the U.S. government is finally saying, yes, this is what happened. U.S. intelligence agencies are saying, yes, this is what happened. And we believe that we're finally going to see a reckoning here. People are becoming awake. Ladies and gentlemen, three years ago, we produced China lied, people died. We were right. We were right. We were right. Watch. You have likely seen this photo of the coronavirus. This specific part of the virus is called an S protein. 
These proteins act as the key to unlocking the human cells that they come in contact with, allowing the contents of the coronavirus to enter the cell and destroy it. Zhen Li's lab had sophisticated capacities to synthesize viruses for cross-species transmission, often using the S protein. The Epic Times spoke with noted microbiologist PhD Judy Mikovits and virologist Dr. Sean Lin, who cast extreme scientific doubts on the origins of the virus simply originating organically. Virus now can infect human cell much easier, and that's probably also one of the important reasons that contributing to multi-organ failure when people have a very severe disease. They can spread out in the human body much faster. And so we know that's the pathogenic spike protein that for the original SARS. So now you're allowing that access to human tissues because the spike proteins of the natural evolutionary strains don't infect human cells at all. So that research has been going on at Wuhan and published since 2007. And clearly, if that spike protein from SARS weren't on the COVID, the new COVID-19 or SARS-2, it wouldn't be able to enter human cells. These bastards that did this that mutated this virus and created this pathogen did more damage to the globe than the people who created the atomic bomb. These bastards deserve the firing squad. There is no fate worse enough on this temporal world for these evil, blackened, darkened lizard people who created this virus. These people are sick. They're reptilian. They have no souls. They have cold blood. And they're utterly unapologetic about doing this. Even as the U.S. government has said now, yes, confirmed, it was a lab leak. Watch. The lab leak theory, which many scientists and conservatives were slammed for suggesting as the origin of COVID-19, now being accepted as fact by the Energy Department. The Wall Street Journal, citing a classified intelligence report recently provided to the White House and key members of Congress, reports, quote, the Energy Department now joins the Federal Bureau of Investigation in saying the virus likely spread via a mishap at a Chinese laboratory. The Energy Department's conclusion is the result of a new intelligence and is significant because the agency has considerable scientific expertise and oversees a network of U.S national laboratories, some of which conduct advanced biological research. Now, I am not a scientist. However, Brett Weinstein is. And Brett Weinstein was on Joe Rogan's show. And he was explaining why. Why, indeed, would the entire media ecosystem and scientific community give a black spot to anyone who talked about the lab leak theory? We're going to get into it today, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. We have done our research. We have gone back into the archives and pulled the full black Sabbath of these people trying to cover their tracks and they deserve prison. These people, prison's too good for them. The people who tried to cover this up and lie to you as they destroyed your life and your liberties and took everything from you, they deserve pain, ladies and gentlemen. And this show is going to be painful. Watch Brett Weinstein go off on Dr. Fauci saying this is why he must destroy the gain of function theory. Go. Why are they continually trying to uh, reanimate the explanation that this is a natural spillover event? Because if it isn't, then we know who did it. Right. Anthony Fauci was key to circumventing the ban on gain-of-function research that resulted in the Wuhan lab being funded by us to do this work. So if this was a natural spillover event from a wet market, then Anthony Fauci is in the clear, right? If this is the result of ill-conceived gain-of-function research taking place in Wuhan partially at our direction, that's a whole different ballgame. So this is why they needed to cover their tracks. And you can go back and you can find, including our accounts, the incredible damage that they did in order to try and protect this fake narrative that it was a conspiracy theory 
that COVID leaked from a Wuhan laboratory. Just a small sampling of what they did to you, the logical, critical thinking American. Watch this PSYOP in real time and let your blood boil. This is a big 180 from the insistence from Democrats and the media that the lab leak theory was a conspiracy. It's very, very strongly leaning towards this could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated. Just weeks ago, Dr. Anthony Fauci rejected the conspiracy that coronavirus was man-made in a lab in Wuhan, China. And yet this week, Donald Trump is still pushing the debunked bunkum. I'm really sorry that the lab leak has become such a distraction for so many people, because frankly, we still don't know. There is no evidence really to say. A lot of people on the right love that phrase, escape from the lab, because it sounds like something from a Marvel movie or a comic book. Both scientists and the U.S. intelligence community agree that this coronavirus was not man-made. That is not a possibility. Okay, well, it is now. Because the U.S. government, according to the Wall Street Journal, is saying, yes, this was created in a lab. The Wall Street Journal reported on Sunday that the Department of Energy revised assessment of the pandemic's origins based on fresh intelligence noted in the update in 2021 documentary, National Intelligence. Uh, the lab leak hypothesis uh, is a unanimous decision. Wall Street Journal further states that the investigation is ongoing, but the new report highlights how different parts of the intelligence community have arrived at judgments about the pandemic's origins. The Energy Department now joins the Federal Bureau of Investigation, saying that the virus likely l spread from a Chinese laboratory in a lab leak mishap. Four other agencies, along with the National Intelligence Panel, still judge that it was likely the result of natural transmission. Oh, good. They're still in the capture of these sick individuals. I mean, it's sick going back through and watching, watching the psyoping of you and your country as they sought to destroy your way of life and more importantly, your children through this. Again, these kind of clips like make your blood boil. Watch what CNN was doing in the year 2020. There has been a wave of misinformation prompting this open letter by scientists in The Lancet. Conspiracy theories do nothing but create fear, rumors, and prejudice that jeopardize our global collaboration in the fight against this virus. To separate fear from fact, I sat down with two infectious disease experts in Hong Kong. The coronavirus is man-made. If you look at the virus itself, if you look at the phylogenetic tree, uh, we find that basically the virus pops very nicely uh, in between the bats coronaviruses and the SARS coronaviruses. So we, we believe that this is actually a, a natural evolution of this novel coronaviruses. So it didn't come from a lab in China. This wasn't bioengineered. Uh, unlikely. An updated classified intel report saying that the U.S. Department of Energy has assessed that the source of the COVID-19 pandemic likely came from a China lab leak. Senator Con Tom Cotton doubled down on questions addressing the origin of the Chinese coronavirus as far back as 2021, noting that the lab leak hypothesis was always reasonable, but he was quickly denounced as a conspiracy theorist. The common sense case for a lab leak is the same as it was in January 2020 when I first mentioned the possibility. It is long since time for the Biden administration to address the Wuhan laboratory leak. This has been a deadly release from a Chinese lab. They have tried to psyop you and to lie to cover their own asses. And the number one person responsible for all of this is, of course, Dr. Fauci. This man belongs in prison. This man belongs on trial in a new Hague. We need a new Nuremberg trial for this man. Watch him lie in the year 2021 while they were pushing vaccine mandates on you and your children. As for you saying the facts uh, go and evolve, people do want to know where this thing came from. Um, President Biden also talked about an intelligence process for that. There's been some information. Intelligence agencies disagree, which sometimes happens. The FBI believes in the theory that this came from a lab in China. Uh, is the FBI right or wrong in your view? And will we ever get to the bottom of this? Well, Ari, if you look at the virologists, not the people who want to politicize this, and look at the virologists who actually know about evolutionary virology and biology, they tell you that it is much, much more likely 
that this was a natural evolution from an animal reservoir, likely to a bat, a bat to another intermediate host to a human. But until you know for sure, you have to leave open all possibilities. And that's where something like the lab leak type of a hypothesis comes about. You can't rule it out right now, but if you look at the evidence, namely the historical and other evidence, it is more likely one than the other. And it's more likely that it's a natural outbreak from an animal reservoir. So let me tell you something about China. China is a poor country. China is a developing country. Most of China is third world. You see the shining, shimmering towers of Shanghai, but you don't see the rest of the Chinese countryside where a billion people live. China is a third world country. And so they're not doing research for the good of mankind. They're doing research because they were paid to do it. Now, who paid China to do this research? We have the receipts from far right wing website, The Intercept said, ironically, this is a far left wing website that somehow came across the documents of Dr. Fauci paying for gain of function in Wuhan. You can see it here on your screen. NIH documents provide new evidence, U.S.-funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. They were paying the Chinese to do it because this research is so dangerous it had been banned in the United States. Who banned it? Barack Obama, of all people. Barack Obama was smart enough to be like, uh, this is bad, and we shouldn't do this here. And this will lead to terrible results for people. The Intercept contains new evidence that the Wuhan Institute of Virology and nearby Wuhan University Center for Animal Experimentation, along with a collaborator of U.S.-based EcoHealth Alliance, have engaged in what the U.S. government defines as gain-of-function research. Grant money from the controversial experiment came from the National Institutes of Inf Institute for Allergy and Infectious Disease, which is headed by Anthony Fauci. The award to EcoHealth Alliance research organization, which studies the spread of viruses to animals to humans, included subawards to the Wuhan Institute of Virology in to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars. To do what? Research on coronaviruses. To do what? To add spike proteins to them. How much more evidence do you need? There was less evidence in the OJ case when they found the bloody glove and his DNA on it and his shoe print in blood at the crime scene. There's less evidence against OJ. I'll take OJ walking free and Fauci in prison. Thank you very much. There's one other doctor who believes this, a real doctor, the good doctor, the best doctor in our Senate. His name's Rand Paul. He had a chance to put Dr. Fauci under the hot lights. And of all the times, of all the thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of hours that you have watched Dr. Fauci go on national TV under hot lights in a live interview setting, have you ever seen him shake? Have you ever seen him shake with fear? That's what you call a tell when you're playing poker. Watch Rand Paul break Dr. Fauci with this line of questioning. This is how you know we're over the target. And this is how you know that Rand Paul is right. Watch Dr. Fauci absolutely wither like a vermin, like the rat he is. Go. You're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know. a minute. It did I come can... from the lab, but all the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. You... And there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. I totally this resent. This committee will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is molecularly. Those viruses caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is the gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That is Can't not. Get away from it. It meets your definition and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. Senator you're Paul's the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. 
those viruses are molecularly impossible no to result are. No in SARS-CoV-2. Cause the pandemic. We're saying they are gain-of-function yeah. viruses because they were They're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you Don't admit the truth. Did you hear the end there? Did you hear him try to use the tactic of differing language, bending the word? What does gain of function actually mean? What's the definition of is, is? Remember Bill Clinton? Hey, did you sleep with that? Intern in the White House defends on the definition of is. Language, semantic games. That's how you know you're losing. That's how you know they're lying. But the best way to tell if they're lying, and again, you've seen hundreds of thousands of hours of this rat on television, is watching them shake. This is an autoimmune reaction, man. This is a sympathetic nervous system reaction. When you're shaking, when you're in fear, it happens naturally. It's like pissing your pants or crap in your drawers. It happens naturally. It's just something your body does when it, do- when it doesn't know what to do with the excess nervous energy of a moment. It can't handle it, so it needs to expend it. Now, I have no idea if Dr. Fauci crapped his drawers here, but I can tell you this. This man was probably calling up Joe Biden to ask what brand of Depends he used after this moment. What we could see was not Dr. Fauci's pants, which were probably in flames, but his hands. Watch the man shake like a leaf on a tree in the first day of November on the Great Plains of Kansas. Watch this man shake. You've never seen it before. And what is Rand Paul asking about? Gain of function. He is dead to rights, smoking gun. He's finished and he knows it. Watch. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists, those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result are. No in SARS-CoV-2. Caused the pandemic. We're saying they are gain-of-function yeah. viruses because they were They're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you, you admit the truth. And you implying... Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come... Look at him go. Look at him go. Ladies and gentlemen, in just a moment, we'll tell you what the penalties for lying to Congress are and how Dr. Fauci could and most likely will go to jail for lying to Congress. But if you don't want to shake when you're paying your cell phone bill, I encourage you to switch to Patriot Mobile, patriotmobile.com backslash Benny. This is a company that shares your values, your conservative and Christian values. Patriot Mobile is America's only conservative Christian wireless provider, offering broad nationwide coverage in the best 4G and 5G networks. So you can get the same service while supporting a company that fights to preserve your God-given rights, like bodily autonomy. That's a good one. Plus, they don't just offer service for consumers. They have a great business plan for almost any size company. That's why we use Patriot Mobile at The Benny Show. PatriotMobile.com backslash Benny. Call them today. Call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Benny. Free is something that you could use. You could just use Google. It's free. If you wish to look up where Dr. Fauci is presumably going for lying to Congress about gain-of-function research, destroying your lives and committing possibly the greatest act of criminality that we know of right now, lying about the origins of COVID-19. Free is Googling what happens when you lie to Congress. Well, this is what happens when you lie to Congress. Section 1621 covers general perjury, stipulates that anybody who willfully and Contrary to such oath, states or subscribes any material matter that does not believe to be true is guilty of perjury and shall be fined or imprisoned up to five years or both. Section 1001 covers false statements more generally without requiring an oath. That means that everything you just heard Dr. Fauci lie about there uh, means that false if you falsify and conceal information before the executive, legislative, or judicial branch, knowingly and willfully, including before congressional committee's inquiry, you will be fined or imprisoned up to five years. Well, how many times did Dr. Fauci lie? How many lies did he have in just that one statement? 
about gain-of-function research. He was lying so much he was shaking. Five years, five years, five years, five years, five years. Man, this guy's going to get the Harvey Weinstein treatment, and he deserves it. And the people who worked with him deserves it, actually. Ex-CDC director – how much did you hear about the CDC? Ex-CDC director believes coronavirus originated in Wuhan lab. What? CDC director Robert Redfield, he told CNN – this is from uh, – I don't know when this was written. CNN on Friday, but I don't know which Friday that was. So 2021, March 26, 2021 from Axios, uh, that he believes that coronavirus escaped from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That it was spreading as early as September or October of 2019, though he stressed that that was his opinion. Why it matters. It's a stunning assertion uh, uh, by a man who led the U.S. government's public health agency from the time the virus was first detected. The debate over the origins of the coronavirus has been ongoing, the start of the pandemic. And now, of course, we know that the U.S. intel agencies, along with the FBI, goodness gracious, you're going to get me to compliment Barack Obama and the FBI in one show, broke clocks right twice a day. The FBI is saying that it leaked from a lab. Now the Department of Energy is saying it leaked from a lab. The U.S. government is beginning to coalesce around that obviously true assertion, along with the former CDC director. Funny how you never heard about that, right? Have you ever heard about that? The former CDC director saying that leaked from a lab? How about the guy who created it saying it leaked from a lab? Oh, we got that too, ladies and gentlemen. Funny how you never heard about this, have you? Ex-EcoHealth Alliance VP Penn's book about how COVID came from a lab. All of this could have been avoided. The guy's name is Dr. Andrew G. Huff. He's the former executive at the now controversial scientific research group, EcoHealth Alliance, which has been swept up in the firestorm surrounding the origins of COVID-19. He authored a new book saying that it leaked from a lab. Huh? I mean, this is like, there's less evidence against Joe Biden's crimes on Hunter Biden's laptop. And there's a preponderance of evidence, demonstrable amount of evidence for Joe Biden's crimes on his laptop. Everyone's just coming out saying it was it was Colonel Mustard with the wrench in the library. Everyone's coming out saying it was Dr. Fauci with gain of function in Wuhan. Every person, including the people who got the funding. Huff is an Iraq war veteran and a former research fellow at the Department of Homeland Security Center for Excellence. He offers a unique perspective with insight from the Intel community in his book, The Truth About Wuhan, How I Uncovered the Biggest Lie in Human History. It is. Huff said that the vice president of EcoHealth Alliance helped develop the biosurveillance programs for three-letter agencies, blasted the federal government's response to the pandemic, preparedness, and he said that in 2019, the gain-of-function research that was taking place at the Wuhan Institute of Virology led to the leak. You're lo- you've lost. You people have lost. You're, d- you're done. You're done. You're, you've lost now. You've lost America. And you've even lost the normies, man. So I don't watch Saturday Night Live. I, that's certainly not something on my, up, uh, on my TVs on Saturday night. But we have a show and we cover culture and we're interested in what people do if they make controversies on Saturday Night Live. It is still uh, an important facet of American uh, normie culture, I guess. Hasn't been funny in decades. But – You flip on the TV on Saturday night, and you're going to see Saturday Night Live. Comedy show from New York. Been ongoing for 40, maybe 50 years. Well, they went full anti-vax this weekend? Huh? What? Legendary Hollywood actor, host Woody Harrelson, likens Pfizer and Moderna to drug cartels during opening monologues, slamming mandates, Elon Musk hailing the star's diatribe. Yo, what is this? Man, we looked at uh, Woody Harrelson and his, you know, movie iconography, and he's one of the most accomplished, successful actors in Hollywood, arguably working right now. Woody Harrelson is a huge A-lister. Woody Harrelson stars in multi-million-dollar superhero projects uh, and has had billions of dollars of promotion put behind him and his name and his craft. This guy's a big deal. So when Woody Harrelson sets up a joke on SNL in his monologue where he's hosting, and he says, hey, I was handed a script that was so evil that not even I was going to do it. It was so crazy, not even I was going to do it. Here's what happens. And then he goes straight in at Pfizer 
And he goes straight in at the drug companies, calling them cartels. Man, that is a that is a that is a uh, culture fabric shredding moment. This is a red pill the size of a horse pill that he shoved down the throats of the normie audience of SNL. Man, it was a thing of beauty. Watch. So the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? <laughs> so this is a famous, you, you know, it's like when you mastered your craft, right? Dave Chappelle does this. Jerry Seinfeld does this, where you can talk about an issue without actually naming the issue. You can talk about them through metaphor and allegory. And Woody Harrelson is doing that, obviously coming out against Big Pharma and their predations on you and your health. Right at the time, hours before... U.S. intel agencies say that the COVID-19 was a man-made creation that, by the way, Dr. Fauci funded. Incredible. Elon Musk, of course, coming to support his friend. Nice work, SNL, says Elon Musk. Based. So based. <laughs> Very good. Uh, and then, of course, on Q, of course, Woody Harrelson's making the joke there that these drug cartels bought up all the media and then on cue, all the media began attacking Woody Harrelson. And the conspiracy theory, the, like, dude, no, the, you're, you're, he's proving the joke. You're proving the joke. Uh, and then Elon Musk tweeted, uh, maybe they don't realize that their propaganda is wrong. Uh, to the, the tweets, uh, yeah, we next time we'll source the original tweets there. But what what the original tweet did is show all of the uh like like a dozen news sites that came out like immediately attacking Woody Harrelson because he dared question Pfizer's agenda and dared criticize through a joke that drug cartels bought off all the media, thus proving that drug cartels have bought off all the media. So well done, and of course Elon Musk uh, jumping in and saying, "Good job." Good job. Well done, sir. Not well done is Joe Biden's response to East Palestine. Joe Biden was asked late on Friday night off again to not East Palestine, but to another vacation uh, on the South Lawn of the White House, uh, talking about uh, whether he's going to go to East Palestine, what he's going to do for these people. So here's Joe Biden. Here's Joe Biden at the uh, in the White House uh, asked about one of the largest man-made disasters. COVID was the largest man-made disaster in human history, but East Palestine is certainly one of the largest man-made ecological disasters. Uh, and Biden literally descends into madness in this clip. There's there's no other way. There's no other way to describe it. Watch. <laughs> Huh? So Joe Biden's asked about these people who are suffering because their air and water have been poisoned. And he, he talks about who's Zoom and who. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Back in my day, it was we were talking about who's Zoom and who. Huh? Huh? So without the roaring of the Marine One engine in the background, he was asked directly on ABC, David Muir, going in to ask Joe Biden, what are you going to do for these people? Are you going to like even call the mayor of the town? to offer assistance. And um, here's the more you, Joe. So do you plan to travel there and have you talked with the mayor? I, I, I can't recall that. I don't think I've talked to the mayor. I've talked to everyone else there and I'm multiple times. I've talked to both the senators, both, uh, both governors. I've talked to, uh, to everyone there is to talk to. And we've made it clear that everything is available. Come on, man.
Joe Biden, of course, has done nothing for the people of East Palestine. He hasn't lifted a finger. He has no idea what's going on there. He, he, is, he doesn't know. Joe Biden was too busy falling down the stairs and faking an air raid in Ukraine and in Europe to care about what's going on literally in the backyard of Washington, D.C. And he was called out savagely on CNN. Don't make me do it, man. The same show, I'm going to say that like the FBI and Barack Obama and CNN had actually a good segment. What is happening here? Cats are sleeping with dogs. It's snowballs are being made in hell. Dude, there's this lady named Nina Turner on CNN who's going viral because she just like absolutely BTFO'd her own party for criticizing the people of East Palestine and saying, this is what happens to poor black people. There's no difference. They're just poor people. They need our help. And she's right. Way to go. Watch. And then just one more point. For the neoliberals who say that the residents of that area deserve what they they are getting because they voted for President Donald J. Trump is is abhorrent. Mm. This is about poverty. This is about poor working class white people who are enduring some of the same things that poor working class black people endure, whether it's Flint, Cleveland or Jackson, Mississippi. And so I want to lay it out. The, the cultist behavior in politics right now, it is a sin and a shame that when people are suffering to this magnitude, you got people who will fix their mouths, to quote my grandmother, to say that they are getting what they deserve. What they deserve is clean air, clean food, clean water. They deserve relief, both in the short term and also in the long term. Damn. Damn. Wow, you went there. Good for you. So she was directly going at Joy Behar, who said that these people deserve this because of Donald Trump. Joy Behar, one of the witches who sit over a giant cauldron and boil, you know, frog guts and uh, the eyeballs of a newt, and sit there in their witch's kitchen and cackle every single day on ABC for their little show. Joy Behar, blackened witch heart of hers was saying, yeah, you know what? These people deserve it because they voted for Trump. And here's Nina Turner like destroying Joy Behar for saying that. And even Joy Behar's audience destroyed her for saying that actually. Uh, Joy Behar's own audience, when was the last time you heard the view audience boo one of the hosts in the witch's brew? When was the last time you heard the view audience, which is as NPC uh, and as seal like clap like a lobotomized seal as 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 saturday night live man people are getting red pills all dropped on them all over the place this is a black pill joy behar on friday said that the people of east palestine deserved it because they voted for trump and her own audience booed her you can hear it listen Two. One thing I just want to say is I do think this was an unforced error by President Biden. It was 20 days before we had Secretary Buttigieg go down, 10 days before he put out a statement acknowledging it. Yeah. This is Trump country. He won by 40 points. It, it, he won, he is a president for all Americans. I believe that, but he needs to show so that they, he is. But it was time for him to be. People don't know why they would ever vote for him because for somebody who, who, by the way, he placed someone with deep ties to the chemical industry in charge of the EPA's chemical safety office. That's who you voted for in that district. Donald Trump, who reduces all safety. Yeah. He did. So what? I mean, you could hear they, they don't have the audience mic'd. The boo from the audience, Joy Behar, was loud enough that you could pick it up. Oh, man. She's a witch. She's a witch, like the Georgia jury foreman investigating Donald Trump. Or like Nancy Pelosi, who is, you know, very much queen of the witches, straight out of central casting. Speaking of not caring about your own people, Nancy Pelosi is so unpopular in San Francisco. We spent the entire day, Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco, asking people about Nancy Pelosi, this district that she's represented for 40 years, and we couldn't find a single person to say something nice about her. Am I wrong, Rolls Royce? Not a single person. We sat there all day and night, pooping the streets, needles on the sidewalk, stepping and dodging. Homeless people literally attacking us. And homeless people literally like coming up and trying trying to attack us. Bricks thrown at our car. A hellscape. This is before Paul Pelosi was attacked in his home. Okay? Plenty of questions about that. This is before that. We were outside filming, asking people about Nancy Pelosi. Dude, we told you people don't like Nancy Pelosi in San Francisco. And what happens this weekend? A dude comes up to Nancy Pelosi and starts destroying her. 
She's sitting there with, I think, like a glass of booze in front of her. I don't know. Sure looks like a craft of booze in front of her for me. Uh, some type of like Victorian little uh, little sippy sip cocktail. But either way, whatever the case is, Nancy Pelosi is sitting there, I think, trying to do an interview. And some dude comes, some rando comes up and just starts destroying her. Why are you sending billions of dollars to Ukraine when San Francisco looks like a third world country? What's wrong with you, lady? Yo, San Francisco getting based. Watch. Let me just get you to. Nancy, can you tell us why we have all the $150 billion going to Ukraine? We have homeless on the streets in your own city. Thank you. Nancy, can I, can I get you. some stock chain tips on how to get Thank semiconductors you. in Taiwan? Thank you. Nancy. Thank you. Nancy, why do we. Is your son involved with Hunter Biden? Yo. <laughs> Find me that man. I must have him on the show. I must thank him for all of us. Nancy Pelosi can't even live inside of San Francisco, which her district is like, her district is really small. She's like gerrymandered her district so perfectly so that she'll win all the time. But they're not even safe. Obviously, Paul Pelosi ain't safe. And Nancy Pelosi ain't safe either. Nancy Pelosi just sitting there with, I, what was that, a hot toddy? It looks like a hot toddy to me. Uh, speaking of clearly being inebriated or blackout drunk, uh, being uh, never Trump is, and having Trump derangement syndrome is a hell of a drug, man. It's a hell of a drug. And it's hard when the person who was supposed to be in charge of Congress during Donald Trump's first two years, it's, no, it's a wonder why we lost the Congress in 2018, why Donald Trump couldn't get his wall, because now you have people like Paul Ryan saying he's going to skip the Republican National Convention if Trump wins the primary. Not a good look, watch. For the Republican National Convention in Milwaukee, where will you be? It, uh, it depends on who the nominee is. I'll be here if it's somebody not named Trump. You won't show up if it's not. If yeah, it's I'm not Trump. interested in participating in that, no. Even in Wisconsin. Even Wisconsin. Yikes. Okay. Uh, so a bit of a civil war going on inside the Democrat Party, a bit of a civil war going on inside the Republican Party. Ronna McDaniel said she would support any 2024 nominee. Huh? Okay. Weird. Uh, you know, we are super anti Ron McDaniel on this channel. We are disgusted that she won again, but we have good things going. It's only a two-year term. It's only a two-year term, and, and Ronna has promised, she has said on the record many times, she's not running again. And so there's another, there's a two-year term of more graft and corruption from Ron McDaniel. Uh, and so now, ladies and gentlemen, she is saying she's going to support any 2024 GOP nominee, including Romney. Huh? Including, like, she's the niece of Mitt Romney, disgraced individual who ran for president and was blown out by Barack Obama when Barack Obama was easily beatable in 2012. She's saying that she would support anyone, including Romney or Trump. Uh, that's not the messaging. Watch. I think you support the voters. The voters get to choose. And if the Republican voters pick the nominee, then everybody on that debate stage who is running on the Republican National Committee debate in the Republican National Committee primaries should say, I'm going to support the nominee. Listen, I say this all the time, Dana. I am Mitt Romney's niece, and I was appointed to the RNC by Donald Trump. And I would support both, support both of them if they were the nominee of our party over Joe Biden. But I don't know if they would support each other. We have to come together as a party. We saw Big races lost this cycle because of Republicans refusing to support other Republicans. And unless we fix this in our party, unless we start coming together, we will not win in 2024. And I am committed to making sure we come together as a party. Uh, okay. Well, then, if you were committed to making sure we come together as a party, you should have resigned in disgrace. Because you're the worst RNC uh, committee woman, chairwoman that I've certainly ever lived through. Why didn't you resign? If you wanted the party to come together, everyone everyone agreed, except for the extremely diluted donor class and corrupt class who you pay and you funnel money. I know for a fact, I mean, we'll break the story someday. I know for a fact the people who get money funneled to them by Rana, who just, she, she just buys these votes inside of this 160 person committee. And it's just graft. It's just pure, unadulterated corruption. And I don't need to tell the story again, but I'll like I lived in D.C., man. I know these people who work there at the RNC. These people were ashamed to call themselves Republicans. The people who Rana staffed with at the RNC were never Trumpers. They were people who I personally know them. I know them. 
they would lie and tell people that they weren't Republicans. They are Republicans, but they literally for social credit, they would lie and fake being Democrats. That's a that's no joke. I know that for a fact. These people are scum. These people are scum. And we will we will have justice. Justice takes a while. The the long arc of history, ladies and gentlemen, it bends towards justice and we will get that RNC uh, uh, chairperson seat. Mark my words. Ladies and gentlemen, what will happen in the 2024 election? Donald Trump maintains a double-digit lead on 2024 GOP field. Former President Donald Trump maintains a double-digit lead in a hypothetical 2024 Republican primary field. McLaughlin Associates survey. Uh, Donald Trump got 42% in a hypothetical 2024 primary. No other potential candidate came even close. DeSantis uh, falls 16% behind uh, with 26% support. DeSantis hasn't announced yet. It sure is looking like he's going to. I don't have any inside information on that, but you can just read the tea leaves. Uh, But Donald Trump has a whopping, a whopping double-digit lead on a head-to-head matchup. The survey pitted Trump against DeSantis in a head-to-head matchup and found that Trump besting Florida governor by 18%, 56 to 38. The survey was taken on February uh, 17th. However, in California, Ron DeSantis leads Trump. DeSantis uh, leads former President Donald Trump in a hypothetical 2024 Republican primary matchup in the state of California. I'm not sure exactly how important that is. I actually don't know what the schedule for primaries are, but I mean, that would be the only reason why this would be important. California is not going to become a red state. University of California, Berkeley's Institute of Government Studies, latest survey determined 50 percent of California voters would choose DeSantis compared to 33 percent for Trump. Hmm. So. Trump and DeSantis are virtually tied in Arizona, according to Breitbart, with a margin of error plus or minus 3%. 2024 poll shows uh, Arizona is a jump ball. This is an important state, however. Uh, Arizona could go red. The news is only a little better for DeSantis, crucial swing state, which showed the Florida governor beating Joe Biden by a single point, while former President Trump is down two points. The race were held today. Ohio Insights polls of 1,000 registered voters uh, show that DeSantis, 36% to Biden's 35%. What the hell is what is in the what is in the water? What is in the water in Arizona, man? What's going on with these people? Well, like, what, like seriously, what what the hell? You your state went from giving us people like Barry Goldwater, like a tr- like a legend in conservative and libertarian politics, to voting for Joe Biden. You know, the great, the the single most dangerous authoritarian in American political history, dude. So anyway, uh, what what's you know, there's moving and shaking going on here. DeSantis is about to embark on a big media tour and a big multi-state tour. where He's going to go travel around uh, different states and promote what he's done here in Florida. He started that uh, on Mark Levin's show last night. He was asked about Donald Trump and something called Schedule F which is a executive order essentially to reduce and to break up the federal government cartel. It is so important, probably the most important piece of legislation you could possibly pass if you were a Republican. DeSantis asked on Mark Levin's show last night about it. Uh, knocked it out of the park. Check it out. Well, there was one, uh, you know, there was a proposal uh, that I think a lot of us wanted to see under the prior administration to, to do a Schedule F. So anybody that has any policy role is classified as a Schedule F and they can be removed uh, by, by the president. The, the left would litigate that, but I honestly think we would win on that in the Supreme Court. And I also think it's one thing to have some type of job rules for the, the bowels of the bureaucracy, like your supervisor, what they can do. President of the United States has Article II power. Who controls the executive branch? Right. Is it the elected president or... Is it some bureaucrat in the bowels of the bureaucracy that can't be fired? And so I think push needs to come to shove on this. But whoever gets a majority of the Electoral College is has the right to impose their agenda mm-hmm. through the executive branch. Right. And what they did with President Trump was basically try to nullify the election through not only bureaucratic intransigence, but malfeasance with the collusion hoax and some of those things. And so reconstitutionalizing government starts with reconstitutionalizing the executive branch under Article 2. Three hundred percent. Damn straight, dude. That's exactly what they tried to do with Donald Trump. So they attack the institutions that they don't control, whether it's the Supreme Court or the church. 
whether it's the presidency, they felt they have that Hillary was a lock, was a shoe in slam dunk. You remember the Washington Post, the morning of the election, Donald Trump is approaching a zero percent chance of becoming president. And then what do they do as soon as Donald Trump becomes president? Well, they destroy, they attempt to destroy his legitimacy and the executive branch itself because they don't control it. So they, it must be destroyed. As soon as Joe Biden gets in, well, then the executive branch must be given godlike awesome powers to remake America. Same thing with Obama. It's a sick game. It's tearing at the fabric of the country. And the answer to that is to reduce the power. Reduce the power, the institutionalized, calcified power inside of Washington. It is so scary, actually, for moderate Democrats, the environment, that even moderate Democrats, the most famous moderate Democrat, Joe Manchin, is saying he's not a Democrat anymore. Huh? Joe Manchin asked if he's a Democrat, and he says, uh, nope, I'm an American. Watch. What are your plans? Will you run for re-election? Well, the bottom line is, that was in jest. We were talking back and forth, a dear friend of mine, Hoppy Kirchhoff, that we talked, and he said, this minute, this time, this and this. And I said, Hoppy, listen. My main concern, and to all of you and all of your viewers, my main concern is how do we bring this country together? How do we make it work? How do we make Democrats, Republicans become Americans again and not just party affiliates? This is what's happening right now. We're pushing people further apart, making people take a side, and then we're rewarding for bad behavior. The country still, has to be about America and coming together. Do you still identify I'll be, as a I'll be involved any way I can. Do you I'll be involved any way I can to help. I identify as an American. I'm an American through and through. <laughs> why, why would you identify? I mean, seriously, why, like you have to have such a, again, blackened soul to identify as a Democrat right now. The Democrats put up essentially a uh, deeply impaired uh, meat puppet into a Senate seat, also the White House, but into a Senate seat this last election cycle. His name is John Fetterman. He got put in the hospital almost immediately after reaching the Senate for clinical depression. That's what they say. We have various sources from inside of Pennsylvania that know more about his condition, saying that this is not about depression. This man has physical, truly uh, severe physical ailments right now. So they put this man who does not, who deserves to not be in the house of government. He deserves to be in a rehabilitation house which is exactly where he is right now. They they install him in the Senate. And then what happens? His wife immediately flees the country as soon as he's hospitalized. Huh? Senator John Fetterman's wife flees country with children after he checks into hospital? What is going on here? What is ha what is happening? By the way, we straight up called Jersey Giselle a witch. We were like, that's Jersey Giselle right there in the photo. It's these vicious, evil women who are so cravenly, demonically power-hungry and they force their battered and, 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 and mutated husbands into these roles. And Democrats have this – like the Democrats have the, the algorithms so figured out that it actually, is, it actually benefits them to run somebody who's impaired who can't even speak English because they know that they're just going to get that they, – they know they're going to get that automatic vote through early voting. John Fetterman's wife left the country with her children after her husband was hospitalized. Social media posts on Friday, Giselle Fetterman told followers she left for a few days after her husband began to stay in Washington, D.C. hospital to receive treatment. Uh, I am not really sure how to navigate the journey, but I'm figuring out slowly. One week ago today, the news dropped. Uh, the kids were off from school and the media truck circled our homes. First thing I could do was to pick them, to, to pack them up and get out of here. Uh, where'd she end up going? Uh, in a subsequent post, she explained to her followers she drove to Canada. Huh? All right. So she's fleeing to Canada. An authoritarian regime, an embarrassment. Wouldn't you like – like if you, were, if you were a good and decent like moral person, would you not like stay by your husband? And these people, they're so incredibly cruel. They're so depraved. And embarrassing. And it's on full display for everyone. This is what Jill Biden looked like this weekend representing America uh, in a tour of Africa. Jill Biden was walking around in this dress. This is her in Africa um, with those shoes on and black ankles. So, I, you know, I, I don't know what that's all about. We know about I guess Joe Biden's hairy legs that turn blonde in the sun that he wants children to rub. 
according to him. I mean, we're just paraphrasing him. But I don't know what's going on with Joe Biden there. Are you proud of that? Are you proud that that's your first lady? She clearly doesn't want to be first lady. I mean, Joe Biden's clearly given up, right? Uh, she clearly doesn't want to be first lady anymore. She was asked who she wants to be president, and she said a woman, meaning she doesn't want her husband to be president. Watch. <laughs> It's always time to have a female president, no matter what country you're in. So I'm very supportive of women running for office. Drop the uh, nuclear cringe bomb on you there. <laughs> Just set that up a little better. This is cringe. She's cringe. It's all cringe. It's so embarrassing for these people. And it's falling apart. The world's falling to pieces for them. The world's falling to pieces. The intel agency is saying that COVID came from a Chinese lab. Saturday Night Live is like cheering. The View is booing for their fake propaganda, their psyops they're trying to push on you. It's not working. The machine's broken and they're getting desperate. And it's beautiful to see. At the same time, we are growing. And we're growing because we're focused on one thing, truth and the truth. And that's why every single show, we revisit the good word of God the Bible. And we say a Bible verse every single show, just to make sure that we're like locked in. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 12, 21. How perfect. Were you overcome by the evil of the last few years? I mean, you've never seen it. You've never seen the blackness so dark and the world that these lizard people, these mutants try to deliver to you. Uh, so egregiously creeping into your churches, your children's schools, the churches, the, the, the halls of the church were closed. They closed down the house of God. Shame upon them. Shows you exactly what these neo-Marxists want. No, no, no. Do not be overcome with evil. Do not be overwhelmed. We are fighting together. We are happy warriors. We will overcome evil with good, ladies and gentlemen. We'll do it by organizing our lives correctly, God, family, country, and we'll do it by showing up for you every single day as we do here. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. See ya.